Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike O'Kelly. Yes, we're going back to the old intro. I like it better. I got some feedback from some people. I'm going to go back to it, okay? And that's what you do. You test things out. That is the way to find out where your natural rhythm falls. And so that's where my natural rhythm falls. So I, I just kind of hopped into the episodes the last couple of weeks. I didn't really like it. So I am going to just go right in and I am going to um, do the same intro right off the bat couple announcements. First thing, please share and download this episode. That's all I ask you to do. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm not trying to uh, ask a lot. Just take the topics here and talk with your friends. Download the episodes, send it to a friend, say, hey, listen to this and let's talk. Okay. I just want to be able to spread the word and just not have this fall into a vacuum. I mean, I really do appreciate everybody who's been listening. March is close to being the number one month. It is now the number two month as far as downloads. So February blew everybody out of the water. So February was the highest downloaded month by far. And March is on pace. It might be a little lagging behind, but you know that is to be expected. March has got spring break. A lot of people are on vacation. We're starting to get into the algorithm of the sales profession, which is the scheduling of the year. We're about to wrap up Q1 and we're about to head into Q2, okay? So it's amazing how fast this year is going. I can't believe how fast. We're almost a a fourth of the way, 25% through 2023. And a lot of you this week are gonna be, you know, pushing to close deals before Q1. A lot of sales positions are quarterly. Some are monthly, but but most of them are quarterly. And then, of course, Q4 is always big. You want to wrap up the end of your, your, your year because that is what leads to awards and that what is what leads to stages, et cetera. But you're wrapping up the end of the week. I hope you hit your numbers. But looking forward to Q, Q2, I'm going to start bringing back some topics that I've brought about in the past because you have to focus on not only the task you have in hand, but to be great in sales, you also have to understand what's coming down the pipeline, okay? What is coming in your future? You can't simply just look down at your feet and just say left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. You have to look, what is down the road? What am I walking towards? Am I walking into trouble? Am I walking, am I going in the direction I wanna go? You have to answer those questions to yourself. So it's a great time to start looking at your Q2 goals. I'm not talking about what your company is going to do because you have no control over that, okay? Your company could come out if your company has not already had preset numbers. But a lot of times what happens is you go through your first quarter, they look at the numbers, and then they create a quota for the second quarter. And then they create a quota, and then they create a quota, which is usually much higher than what you actually did, not your previous quota. Some companies, they set the quotas out for each quarter at the beginning of the year. I've seen it all. When I work with small businesses, I recommend that they make the quota system um, easy to understand, easy to comprehend, and have some natural progression. Don't penalize people for overperforming. Okay? For instance, if the quota was, say, $10,000 of sales for a quarter, and the rep goes out and does $20,000 worth of sales, don't penalize the rep by then expecting, oh, well, because you did $20,000, we're going to make you do $20,000 plus 
18%. Well, we don't know if that's a trend or if that's a blip in the radar. And this is what a lot of sales organizations do. And I highly recommend against it. I get it. They don't want to keep paying out for performance. Well, guess what? That person overperformed. Okay. But you want to, as a sales organization, make sure that was not an anomaly. That was not an outlier. You want to make sure that that was the norm, not the exception to the rule. So if you're a sales organization, and this is what I recommend to my, to my clients, $10,000, they outperform it. Great. Congratulations. Let's see if they can do it again. So bump it up to say 12.5. Here you go. Your quota is 12.5. And the sales reps can be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Then after another quarter, if they put up another 20,000, be like, okay, this is starting to be the rule. Okay, your quota now for Q3 is 20,000. Okay, you've now established this is the baseline in this territory. Okay, but again, you're giving the sales rep another quarter at something that is attainable to what they have done. Now, as a sales professional, I was always pushing for more. I always wanted to grow. I always wanted more. But too many times I have seen companies, I have worked for companies where they penalize the top performers, where all of a sudden somebody figures it out. Somebody has a, you know, a bunch of deals that came through all at once, and then they're held to that exact quota the next quarter. And their pipeline has kind of gone dry. They don't make quota. They don't make commission. And guess what happens, team? They quit. They quit because they're discouraged. They feel like they're behind the eight ball the entire quarter. And it's a terrible feeling when you start a quarter thinking you're not going to hit it. That is the worst thing to possibly happens. And the company says, well, we just don't want to pay out a bunch of money. Who cares? So what? You pay out a bunch of money for somebody who's performing. You want to reward and nurture the ones that are performing. You want them in your organization long-term. Who cares if you overpay them one quarter? I get it. You've got to send a pay plan to you know, the owner of the company. You've got to send a pay plan to the board of directors. I get it. And I know that there's a percentage that commissions are capped. When the board of directors, the CEO is like, hey, we're not paying above X amount of commissions. I work for a company that actually, after all the numbers came in, they penalized all of the sales reps because they made to, they hit their numbers. And I was on a conference call where, no joke, the company said, hey, you know, we, we didn't take into account a couple things that we should have when we were making everybody's quota, so therefore we have to adjust everything afterwards. Because we can't pay out all these bonuses. People started dropping from the company like flies. It really hurt the company for about two years. That's not, that's not the sales professional's fault. That's management's fault. After the fact, how you handle the commissions, how you handle the commission structure is going to dictate your level of success. Now, that's from the company's perspective. But as a sales professional, if you're out there in the field, you have to understand 
This is how you get paid. This is how you're building your career. But don't do things. Don't take actions just for quota. And what I mean by that is I got advice that was horrendous advice, horrendous advice in my career. And I started to follow it because I thought, well, they're not going to steer me wrong. You know, this is my manager. But it was cutting deals. It was cutting deals before the end of quota in order to hit quota. And all I did was I cheapened my product. I cheapened my brand because guess what happened? Every time that that account wanted to buy again in the future, they wanted that same deal. I gave them 25, 30% off. And every time going forward, they wanted 25 to 30% off. It put me in a very awkward position because all of a sudden I said, well, that was a special. And they said, well, we'll just wait till you do the next special. Like, oh, crap. And now all of a sudden it's this game, this tug of war of who's going to relent first. Push comes to shove. I've got to hit quota. Push comes to shove. I need to get the sales. And it was bad advice because I arbitrarily dropped the price just to get a new sale. And I didn't let the sales process happen naturally. Naturally, the sale probably could have happened the next quarter at full price. Instead, I cut it 30% to make it in one quarter and I paid for it in the future. Lesson learned. Now, there is a caveat. If this is such a large, you know, if it's Q4, completely different story. Q4, you can make moves because people understand. But Q1, Q2, Q3, you don't want to discount your products in order to make sales. Now, you can have a big sale and say, hey, we're doing a sale, you know, it's springtime event, blah, blah, blah. But just carving out special deals for individual accounts, I would not recommend it. So this week, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. I know even if you're going to hit quota, you're going to pay for it in the future. You're robbing Peter to pay Paul. But going forward, you want to be prepared for what's coming for the next quarter. This week, you're either pulling orders through or you're setting the groundwork for pulling orders in Q2, setting the groundwork for Q3, or you're keeping somebody in the pipeline interested for Q4. Those are the three buckets that those people are going to fall in. Four buckets. Closing this week, closing in Q2, closing in Q3, closing in Q4. You still have to nurture those accounts. You still have to pull them through. They're just going to be on a different time frame, a different buying schedule. And everybody's going to be on a different buying schedule. I highly recommend do not rob Peter to pay Paul. Unless Q1 for your company, which I've very rarely heard, but unless Q1 is the end of your calendar year, and so Q1 is actually more important than Q4, I do know some companies do their fiscal years in the summer, so Q2 is the end of their fiscal year, but that's very rare. That's like less than 10%, very rare. I'd say less than 5%. Usually a lot of companies do calendar year where Q4 is the end of their year. So while you're closing out the end of this one, Make sure you understand what your goals are and how they are aligned with quota. But I would set your goals higher than quota. If your quota is $15,000, 
do not set your goals at $15,000. Please don't do that. Set it higher. If you fall short of your goal, at least you're going to get paid. Push yourself much harder than what your quota is set. You're going to be thankful you did. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Website is live, michaelkelly.com. Please go there. Um, if you have any questions, I'm going to be adding free resources. You know, now that it's built, that's just the beginning of the process. It's not over. It's not a set it and forget it. I'm going to be adding free resources. I'm going to be adding more um, more stuff to the website. You can listen to the podcast on the website, michaelkelly.com slash podcast. So, or podcasts, uh, just Go to survivingoutsidesales.com and it'll it'll forward to the actual page on my website. But that's where you can listen to the podcast and it's going to be available. Um, other resources are going to be there as well. If you are interested in finding out more about Sales Builder Academy, I do help sales pros with one-on-one and group coaching. Um, if you also need a speaker, um, I just gave my third, my third speaking engagement was last week. Had a blast with the Lobby Network. It is a medical sales networking group. Had a lot of fun. There's about 45, 50 people in attendance. Uh, we were at a restaurant, so it was pretty wild to, you know, have uh, have regular people walking by as I'm giving a speech about <laughs> about the importance of medical sales and and uh, the importance of success. So it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And um, so if you have, if you're listening and you're a manager or you're listening and you know your sales organization needs a speaker, needs a workshop, needs somebody to do an event, please reach out to me. Let me know. You can go to my website. There's a form, connect form. You can reach out for that. And then also if you're a business owner, small business owner, and you're looking to scale your sales and to tighten up and optimize your operations, be more efficient, let me know. I do audits. I do business audits. I actually have a business audit on the books for next week. Very excited about that. And basically I just go in and I observe and I run through the process with them and I give them my feedback. So thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. You can always reach out to me, Mike at Surviving Outside Sales, but now through the website, mikeokelly.com, you can always just um, shoot a message on the connect button. Just let me know if there's any questions, anything I can help you with, please let me know. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Hope everybody has a great rest of their day and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Surviving Outside Sales. Bye-bye.